0: are now in the car. It is the unfortunate. So. uh, After speaking with Big Chief Daddy. I am going to transition this show. I'm going to transition this show from the car. To video. So you get it both ways. You're going to get podcast on Anchor or Spotify, which is recording right now. So I'm double dipping, y'all. I am double dipping, double dipping. Who likes to double dip the donut in the in the, uh, in the white frosting and then go ahead and then to get that nice warm bite? I, I, I'm hungry, y'all. I haven't eaten. Excuse me. So this is The Unfortunates. And if you have not listened to The Unfortunates on your Spotify or Anchor, Okay, so the unfortunates is all the worst teams ranked from 32 all the way to 25. The bottom eight, y'all, the worst eight. Now, why am I wearing Batman gear when I'm a Marvel guy? I'm sorry, I grew up with X-Men. Because right now I feel like a detective. So, I had to do some digging for this episode. So, what I'm going to do right now is what I normally do. I'm going to start off with number 32. So let's go over these notes, shall we? All right, number 32. All right, um, the Houston Texans. Let's just uh, be honest. There is one small thing wrong with the Houston Texans. I believe it's small, I think it might be major by the end of the season. I have them ranked at number 32 because I feel like there's something missing. Is it possible that we see a coaching change in Houston? If, and I mean if, the Houston's can Houston can win this week, they might just skate by. All right. So what am I getting to with that? What am I getting to? Two things. Lovey Smith. And you guys are thinking, Lovey Smith? What does Lovey Smith have to do with this? He's a defensive coordinator. He's very, very seasoned in the NFL. And the players have already come out in major respect publicly for Lovey Smith in Houston. Which is surprising considering what's been going on behind the scenes with Deshaun Watson. Now, mind you. Lovey Smith is no joke. Lovey Smith is kind of a guy. We all know his history in Chicago. If Lovey Smith gets a chance to take over this team and he gets his Cedric Benson, that could completely change everything for the Houston Texans because you might get Deshaun Watson to stay, which is something I didn't think I would be able to. Like I said, I feel like a detective because I was digging, digging. And I honestly I honestly thought Lovey Smith was still Illinois, but I didn't realize he got fired and didn't join this staff. So I was like, okay. So the defense is not their weak part, even though they had a bad week. Uh, they lost by 20 points to the Seattle Seahawks and the Texans didn't give any turnovers. So that just says that the defense had a whole bunch of holes or the offensive coordinator for Seattle was smart for once, which I don't believe. I just think that the Texans players are worn out, they're injured, they're beaten and they're tired and the coach is not going to be able to speak up a bunch of dudes who's just not ready. So one bright spot I do want to talk about. I have been ta- I like this guy. He's big. He's awkward. Okay, he's a cross between Brock Osweiler, if you guys remember him from Denver. He's a cross between Brock Osweiler and that funny-looking dude, Mike Glennon. He's a cross between them two, except I think he's better than them two. He's got the scrambling ability. He's got the big, big arm. He might actually have a top- seven, top eight arm in the league. But nobody cares because it's Houston, not Dallas. So, but Davis Mills really looked good, y'all. I mean, against Seattle's defense, which is not bad, mind you. He went 33 of 49 and threw a touchdown and threw for 330 yards. That might sound like dinking and dunking, but a rookie quarterback... I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, hello, Miss uh, Emma White. How you doing this evening? How you doing this evening? Thank you for watching. This is The Unfortunates. Now we're going to move on to number 31 because I gave way too much time to Texas. I normally don't do that, but I'm trying to catch up. So the Jaguars. If you guys haven't heard the, oh my gosh news, Urban Meyer is gone. Did anybody say that that would happen? Did, did, did anybody anybody say that would Oh! Oh, I said it! Oh! Oh, okay! <laughs> yeah, I thought Urban Mar was going to be gone after about week six. Um, I thought they would give him the rest of the season considering his name. Um, Now, question is is who is to replace him? Now, like I said, I feel like a detective so I had to do some digging. So I'm like, let's see. You got Trevor Lawrence, you got a. Whose skill set is pretty much wide open. Man, Trevor Lawrence has good feet. They have okay talent, not bad talent. They have a very good running back. The funny thing is, they have the third best running back in the division, and he could be a top 10 running back in this league, Robinson, okay? So, what's going on with that is. You need the right coordinator. Now, you can't just bring any old guy in. You need somebody who's gonna be able to mix with the general manager and somebody who's gonna be able to mix with the coach. Uh somebody's gonna be mixed with the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. So who's gonna be able to break this down? Who's gonna be able to spread out the ball, get deep, and incorporate a run game? a shotgun because i feel that's where trevor lawrence is going to make his money in the nfl is in a shotgun it'll be proven here in the next couple of years you guys are going to see what i'm saying kevin o'connell and if you guys are wondering who that is this is the offensive coordinator for the st louis rams now if you guys are wondering well why would i think that okay We didn't think that that cat who left L.A. under Sean McVay the first time, he went to Cincinnati. I feel like he's proven me wrong. And then you kind of look at – we understand what Sean McVay does with the offense, but I think you guys got to realize what these offense coordinators do behind the scenes between getting these guys up front to block, making sure you're working with your coaches. Making sure that you can manage, not micromanage the situation. I think with everything that's going on with the up and down with the L.A. Rams, I mean, let's think about it. Dude, this offensive staff has been wonderful. It's not all Sean McVay. I I would like to sit here and say that. Just like I said the same thing about uh, New England and Bill Belichick. The way they play has everything to do with Josh McDaniels just as much as it does with Bill Belichick. And I'm going to say the same thing for McVay and the staff that he hires. So, if you're going to give a young guy a shot with a young quarterback and a young team, they got two stars on defense that people don't talk about. They got a good offensive line, not bad offensive line. They're not great. They're not terrible. They're right in the middle. Even though the Jets are ranked 15, which I still don't get. But, There's only one other guy that I can think about other than Kevin O'Connell, and that's Matt Nagy. Now, Trevor Lawrence is better than, oh, what's that kid's name? Uh, He just went to Buffalo as a backup quarterback to Josh Allen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He took that quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. He took Mitchell Trubisky to the playoffs twice. I saw Mitchell Trubisky play one great game his whole career. That was against New England when New England had everybody hurt. And a dude threw for like a ton of yards, threw for like, I think, four touchdowns in that game. Anyway, Trevor Lawrence has that type of talent. He needs an all-offensive guy. Those are two dudes I see. And if Matt Nagy doesn't make it there and he doesn't get another head coaching job – I would love to see Matt Nagy go to Seattle and work with Russ. Coming in at number thirty. Yeah, oh boy. Do I have to really? Do I have to really talk about this? Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson. <laughs> what is Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson is Jay Cutler Jr. I don't know how many times I have to say, everybody, uh, what was Tony Romo? What did Tony Romo say? He's going to be the top, he's going to be a top five quarterback in the next few years. Tony Romo, come on my show. Come on this show. Talk to me about it. I would love to see where you see that. Other than his arm, footwork is terrible. His two-step drop footwork is even worse than his footwork throwing the football. It's worse than Aaron Rodgers was when Aaron Rodgers came out of Cal. But at least Aaron Rodgers had a few years. At least Aaron Rodgers had a couple years. Sorry. At least Aaron Rodgers had a couple years to sit to get it right. Okay. Okay. He was 19 of 42 for 202 versus the Saints. Not good. I'm sorry. I, I I don't Oh, okay. He started nine games this season. Okay. Jay Cutler Jr. He's had interceptions in seven of them. Sorry, man. I'm not I'm not a believer. I think Robert Sala will get another chance next season, but I think they're going to miss out on good coaches this year. Um, we're going to see what happens in the next couple of years for the Jets. Okay, coming in at number 29. <laughs> Two weeks ago, episode 11, which never really got to air. The one time I bet against the Lions, y'all let me down and win. For those of you guys who do know how much, okay, I'll say my line. I play golf. I'm not with golf, okay? I'm sorry, I don't like Jared golf. And after seeing them last week, I understand they were playing Denver and they kind of get a pass for that, but I have a feeling he may get another chance, but I would like to say something. As an organization, you need that guy at coach. I want to talk about tradition. I want to talk about getting a guy in there Sorry, Rashawn, Your defensive coordinator from Pittsburgh, Keith Butler. Can Keith Butler get a job in Detroit? I feel like if, look, I would love to say Jim Caldwell, who I've been speaking about every week, and I'm going to speak about again here in a couple minutes. Jim Caldwell is in need of a job. I'm almost at the point where to say Keith Butler is the fit for Detroit. And Detroit, if you're watching, I'll take any check for this idea because maybe you guys haven't seen it. Every person you hire has no history except for Jim Caldwell. And technically, Jim Caldwell is the most winning coach in your franchise. That says a lot. I'd have to look those numbers again, but I do believe that that's Pretty close to accurate, if not true. Um, Keith Butler has been with the Pittsburgh Steelers since 2003. He's worked with linebackers. He's worked with defensive line. He's now the defensive coordinator. I don't don't see any offensive coach that makes sense. The only other guy, just thinking off the top of my head, that would make sense is uh, Zimmer. Because I don't see him working in Minnesota. And I would love to see him stay an offensive coach. And then. golf I believe is a free agent. You might as well take Kirk Cousins with you. To Detroit. I think Kirk Cousins is better than Jared Goff. And like I was saying. With Black Monday coming up. I kind of feel confident and happy that. I would feel okay if Campbell got fired. Like, I wouldn't be shocked. This is the one I'm excited about. This one right here. Number 28. This is the one I'm excited about. You can ask Big Chief. You can ask Big Boy. I have talked about Jim Codwell every single week. And just a day ago, just one day ago, It looks like he might be talking to the Chicago Bears. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I am stoked. I can't. Okay. Does anybody realize that this coach has gotten a team to the Super Bowl? Colts with Peyton Manning. Does anybody realize that they actually made – he actually made Detroit and Matthew Stafford look like a good team? Like, that was a team you didn't want to face because – Oh, man, Detroit's coming. And here comes Jeff Codwell. Every team he puts his hands on, he puts his background, he puts his love into the team, and they fight for him. But it's not just over a season. We saw them do it for many seasons in Detroit. We saw it go for many seasons in Indianapolis. If he goes to Chicago, Chicago, please trade. Please trade Khalil Mack. And get him a bunch of B plus talent. That guy, Jim Caldwell, will make them A minuses to A pluses, and he will get you guys not only to the playoffs. If you guys give him like... I not, see. I, I don't want. I don't want to say it, but I feel like I. Have to. If you guys give that coach that quarterback. At number 27. Dave Gettleman needs to be fired. Not yesterday, not today, not tomorrow. Right now. Somebody call him. Uh, somebody who's a Giants fan, call your general manager. He needs to be fired, like dead serious. I mean, I don't I don't I don't see why he's still there. He's saw uh, I'm sorry. You signed that wide receiver from Detroit. I I really don't even want to say his name. All right, I'm going to say it, but I don't don't want to. Why they signed Galloway, I don't know. It makes no sense why you signed him. None. He should be fired for that alone. Just that one, he should be fired. You didn't build on the offensive line when your quarterback needed it. Like, I don't even know what to say at this point other than who's his replacement. Again, I'm feeling like Detective Batman today, so I had to do some digging. Well, let's see. What team has done great in the draft over the last few years? What guy has really gotten the best out of pro player free agency? Quentin Harris from Arizona. Woo! Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't heard me. Quentin Harris from Arizona. He is the director of pro player personnel. He He's also in control of the college uh, the college uh, recruiting duties. He's the man. The Giants need a whole revamping here. We need linebackers. We need an O-line. We need another running back that's not going to get hurt all day long. And um, the Kansas City Chiefs are looking for a power back. If you guys can get anything out of Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley right now is better than any back the Kansas City Chiefs got. Can you guys imagine Saquon getting healthy in Kansas City with them? Can you bring? Can you imagine calves with Kansas City? And look, you already know you're going to get him on the low because he's been hurt every year. And other than that first year, he hasn't really been great. But even him right now, this version of Saquon, the smaller leg version of Saquon, is still better than all the running backs they got put together in Kansas City. So, Kansas City, go get Saquon in the offseason. Sorry. Or if I'd be like, Kevin Hart? Me! I'm sorry. Coming in at number 26. Three-game losing streak. Carolina Panthers. Um... They were actually not. They weren't actually in episode the last week that I didn't get to do, but I did. What did I have at number? Two? Um, I'm sorry. I actually had the Browns in, but the Browns won and they beat Baltimore, so they jumped out. But so that brought the Panthers in to number twenty-six. I'm. Okay, why am I pausing? Because I don't know how to say this. I don't see Cleveland keeping Baker Mayfield. He talks too much. So where do you go in the South? The NFC South? We're not going to talk so much. Well, there's only two teams that need a quarterback. Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints. Oh, wait. The New Orleans Saints have a hurt quarterback. They don't need a quarterback. Carolina Panthers and Baker Mayfield. That seems like a really interesting idea. I don't know about y'all. I don't see Cam Newton being there next year. But who can run that offense from uh, Matt Rule? What quarterback in the NFL right now can run that offense? Who is better, who is better than that kid from USC? I forget his name because he's hurt and he's nowhere in sight. So, who is better? Baker Mayfield. He can throw the deep ball. And Matt Rule manipulates the, manipulates the offense enough to where he can throw the ball downfield, and if I'm not mistaken, he does run a wide offensive line, which we haven't really seen from Texas since Texas Tech. But again, this happened at Baylor. You know, uh, Matt Rule happened at Baylor. He did have that wide offensive line set, so basically, where the guards are playing more in pass protection, which Happens a lot in the NFL now, but the only difference is you have to deal with the athleticism of the defensive linemen. So now you need more athletic offensive linemen as opposed to big boys. So that's why why McCaffrey works so well because of the plays that they have to run with their athletic offensive line. So as long as they keep Matt Rule there and the way they run that system, they will never have a terrible offensive line. They could plug and play. And if that just went over your head, let's keep it simple. I think Baker Mayfield in the South fits what they're going to do in the future. I understand that they wanted Sam Darnold to be that guy. But now that we see his deficiencies... He's a, he's a, uh, he has good footwork, but he's an ad libber. Um, what he doesn't do well, he doesn't get past that second, at head second option real well. So first look, he's good. Second look, he's okay. He's not getting past the second look. This was the problem I had with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson can throw the seam route better than anybody in the NFL. Tom Brady's great at it, too. Yeah. Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson to their tight ends in the seam route. No other quarterback in the league throw better seam route passes than Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady. This jumps right into Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield can get on that list with them. Baker Mayfield can make that third, fourth read. He's just... Okay, for those of you who are not really up with Cleveland's coach, he's good, but in this type of offense. So he doesn't need Baker Mayfield. He needs, I know this might sound funny, he needs a Tyrod Taylor. Uh, He needs a consistent guy, somebody who's not going to lose a game for better yet. Teddy Bridgewater in Cleveland makes a whole lot of sense behind those two running backs, that offensive line and those wide receivers. Can you imagine Teddy Bridgewater and Juice together? There's just there's a fit there. There's a maturity level that Teddy Bridgewater already has in Cleveland. And then let's see Baker Mayfield and his Exciting style, but we gotta get the Baker Mayfield to come out the old Baker Mayfield. The Baker Mayfield who's gonna who's gonna play ball. We need that Baker Mayfield who's gonna stick that flag in the ground and say, this is my team. Let me go out and do my thing. They the only thing I wish Baker would do is shut up. I wish Baker would shut his mouth about the NFL, about trainers, about doctors, if you want to talk, talk in commercials, dude. I want to see your actions on a field. If you're going to be that hype guy, if you're going to be that kind of quarterback where your excitement leads you, takes you, do it on the field where you're best at it. Don't let nobody get in your way. I actually believe in you. I don't believe in you with Cleveland. Just like I don't believe Tua in Miami. Baker Mayfield, I like you. I liked watching your Oklahoma. I was shocked when I saw that little, little muscle <laughs> I used to, Man, Baker, come on. Go to Carolina. Get your swag back because you ain't got it. You going to let OBJ take your swag? Man, get from behind that clown. He's a clown. He's a three-good-season, all-hype wide receiver. Why are you getting behind that dude? Come on, man. Carolina's ready-made for the playoffs. And I'm telling y'all right now, this Carolina team is my favorite for next year to make the postseason and scare somebody. Because Carolina does it every few years. It's like, oh, where would Carolina from come? Next year, don't let Carolina stay healthy. You don't want to see them corners. You don't want to see that safety. You don't want to play with that D line. Their linebackers are still nasty. The O line is still okay, and if they get another running back to go with, we don't want to talk about why They wide receivers because they nice at the wide receiver position. If you add Baker Mayfield to that, and some and those athletes they got up front. If you get, oh my gosh. If you can get Christian McCaffrey in a screen game with Baker Mayfield and with Robbie Anderson, I mean, I got a little bit too excited about Carolina and Baker Mayfield. I would just love to see that marriage. Look, he's in the middle of getting divorced. We see him. You see what happens. He He's ready to get divorced from Cleveland. He, man, he, he got to meet his girl. Carolina man Carolina waiting for you Come on big dog Carolina waiting for you They're single rated mingle They ain't got no real quarterback Cam Newton is just the girl that they dating right now Cam Newton dating He ain't married he, he, he went back to his ex and think that Oh we getting married No Cam y'all dating again You just think it's still serious Just cause you feel comfortable Cam y'all dating Y'all yeah, ain't married. Baker Mayfield, Carolina, a single rated mingle. And you already know they'll they'll if they believe in the quarterback. Coming in at number 25, and I, I'm gonna leave this going out on a question. The New Orleans Saints broke their five-game winning streak. The reason why I have a question is is I see the Saints in Taysom Hill. This guy was supposed to be their starting quarterback? Possibly? Boy, I'm sure glad they came Jameis. It just sucks how Jameis went out. Now look, I know Jameis will eat, eat some W's and whatnot and I know he's kind of funny and kind of weird but you know what nobody's ever said about that dude that he's a clown that he's a distraction they actually made him team captain even though he's weird on TV he's weird i don't think he's that weird on i don't i don't think he's as weird as we all thought think he is i honestly think he's just a good quarterback and me and Big Chief had this argument years ago. I, I said, Big Chief, I, I want Jameis in Tennessee. What would history look like if Jameis would have stayed in Tennessee and Marcus Mariota went to Tampa? What do we be looking at right now? Marcus Mariota, another warm weather state instead of Hawaii? I mean, he did go to Oregon. So you'd think that he would have been able to adapt, but Tennessee is too traditional for Marcus Mariota. You see what happened to Vince Young. He was never able to be Vince Young because they're too traditional. I'm trying to figure out. I Look, I, I'm a, I'm going to keep it 100. I had them at 9 and 8. I, didn't, I, I was one of those people's. I was shocked the way they beat Green Bay in week one. But I was, I'm always saying week one never counts when it comes to the rest of the season. Because week one is like, ooh, I'm going to pick the Lions and then the Lions win by 38. Like, wait, no. I picked them by a field goal. The Lions are not supposed to win by 38. And he are like, yeah, New England plays in Miami. They're going to beat up on, on Miami and New England and then the Dolphins win in New England. Huh? Week one. Week one makes you question. One of those was actual and the other ones was fictional. Just saying. Weird things happen on the unfortunates. So that is the countdown. 32 Texans, 31 Jaguars. Number 30, the Jets. 29, the Detroit Lions. 28, Jim Cotterwell and the Chicago Bears. Let it come to pass. Speaking into existence. 29, and Quentin Harris. Come on down. Let's get another brother in New York to fix him. Number 26, the Carolina Panthers. And number 25, New Orleans Saints. Mm. Last part. I usually give out awards. I'm not going to do that today, but we have an unfortunate bowl coming up this weekend. Yes, we do. So, the Houston Texans go to Jacksonville. Normally, look, in my notes, I wrote down, I'm picking Lovey Smith over the Urban List Jags. I was only fifty one percent of that, and I even wrote down here uh fifty one to forty nine percent the only reason why I feel iffy at all What if Jacksonville gets sparked by urban Meyer? Uh, his wayward ways. Uh, I'm not going to judge another man by what he does with his life. That's his life. But when it comes to a bunch of football players that got kids raised their own, they're grown men, and you couldn't motivate them? Is there anybody else in that coaching staff that can motivate them? I don't know. But sometimes it happens. I mean, I... S- I said it out of my own mouth. John Gruden is gone. There's no way that the Raiders are going to win another game. They're on a losing streak now, but... They're on a losing streak now, but... I'm sorry. I believe in John Gruden's style of coaching. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in his off season and his emails. You know, them 10-year-old emails that he got and you know... He's the only one that got blamed for that report in the Washington football team. I mean, I'm just saying he's the only one that got hit for that. Anyway, I'm leaning towards the Jags. And I know this is going to sound real funny. I'm sorry, I'm leaning towards the Texans. I I like Mills. I like Mills to go down in the fourth quarter and kick a field goal, 13 to 10. I am picking picking the Houston Texans over the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Um, Now, the unfortunate game of the week. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. Whoever loses, the season is over. Vegas, you're on a losing streak already. Cleveland, you got lucky and beat a Lamar Jackson-less Ravens. The only reason why you're in any spirit at all is your defense. I have no idea who's going to win this game. I don't even have a pick. I... I didn't pick Edge Tails because I have no idea. But what I do know is whoever loses this game, I can guarantee, just looking at the numbers in both of the schedules, it's about a 90% chance that the other team who loses this game is out of the playoffs. And that's it. That was the unfortunates. Those are my teams. Those are my topics. Woo. Say, I just want to say thank you. Um, me and the guys, our new correspondent is starting next year. Just want to say thank you for all of us here at Sports Night TV. We're all about love. We're all about family. All four of us are in a different walk of life. East Coast, West Coast, it don't matter. It's the holidays, y'all. If you haven't been shopping yet, it might matter, might not matter. But I just want to say... From Joey to Walletier, on The Unfortunates. I like doing this. I like doing this. The Unfortunates. Not in the car, just The Unfortunates, the visual. You know what I'm saying? From Joey to Wallacear at Sports Daddy TV. <laughs> oh, and my cat. Uh, Merry Christmas. I don't know if I'll see you before then. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, Merry Christmas and a definite, definite happy and blessed New Year to all families. Thank you very much. Have a great night. And those of you who are listening, thank you again. Have a great night for you guys, too.